0: My mother and I had a fantastic relationship. This, this is Steven, and I just wanted to share.
1: You should always be in a place where you're celebrated. Life is too short to stay somewhere and tolerate. Mm-hmm. If you cannot help a person, don't wow. hurt them, especially the place. So It's always just hold essences that bring out the
0: best in other people. Something that touches other people, and that's what your show does. It doesn't. It's not just conversation, as you started. It. it actually has a purpose. good morning good morning welcome to coffee talk with soy your new morning show where real talk happens every saturday at 10 a.m it's your girl soy bringing you stimulating conversation to the brew nation it's always a joyous occasion here in the cafe think on it drink on it let's talk now if soy means i am therefore you are bold beautiful intelligent amazing And leaving your insecurities and inabilities to be tested, then rested while you have real talk with soy. Welcome to the cafe where you can come in and unapologetically be you, be you, be you, come right on in, come on in. I'm so happy to see everyone this Saturday morning. I'm happy that the weather finally is making a change into one of my favorite seasons, the spring season. And I guess I think um, when I think of the spring, I, I think uh, it's an opportunity to launch into something great, you know, spring forward, keep moving. Um, we've been grinding all winter long and dealing with this crazy COVID and all of the restrictions of the pandemic. But when you think about spring, you think about the weather changing. You think about, I think about um, an opportunity for things that I've been working on to finally come forward. So if you're like me and excited about something new, something new, stay with the show. We got so many new things going on, um, on the show, outside of the show, we're partnering with, with other businesses, especially small businesses. So I am, y'all know I am passionate about my entrepreneurs. I, I, I think that first of all, I think that to be an entrepreneur is something great. Everybody can't do it. Everybody can't do it. I have debated with my sister time and time again about this. I, I originally thought that, oh, well, you know, if, if you have drive or if you want it, you know, you can go after it. And, um, she has made me aware that everybody don't have it. They may not have it. And everybody wasn't designed to be leaders. Everyone wasn't designed to carry the weight. Everyone don't always have the vision or the plan. And, and so I think I've come to accept that, that we all have our place in life. And some of us are designed to be at the top. Um, we have vision. We have strength. Um, we have so many other leadership qualities that, that cause us to be good leaders. And, and, and in order to be a good leader, you do need good followers. So we all have our place. <laughs> Pick yours. <laughs> but I have a passion for entrepreneurs and, and, and what we do. Cause it takes great strength, um, in order to carry out your day-to-day functions to multitask to the level that, that we do and to take care of everyone else. So, um, hat goes off to you all. Um, we got a lot of things in store for our entrepreneurs. So, so keep grinding, keep grinding, stay connected to the show, visit the, um, my Facebook page, visit my website. Um, There is a contact soy, list your business there. I want to stay connected with you so I can link you into all these amazing things that are coming forward this spring, okay? All right, yeah. Normally I share my beverage and um, and most times I'm drinking um, a coffee with, I've been trying different flavors, different brands but I want to share with y'all something new that um, I tried. This has been my second cup of this. So basically when I'm traveling, uh, my girlfriend has sent me on to um, this little package here, right? So this is, I think Kim, Kim, if you, if you out there, you need to mess up where you buy this, um, coffee from, but she hooked me up to this instant coffee, right? So when I'm traveling in a hotel, can't get a cup of coffee, especially with COVID and all that, I carry these little packets with me and I think we got them from the international store, right? They come in a pack with about 250. So I throw these in my suitcase, keep these with me. So today I had this, right? All you need is hot water. This is the best instant cup of coffee you ever gonna have. So I had that. In addition to having that, y'all. So Candy Johnson turned me on to this and these are coffee spoons, right? So you pull out the spoon. And it's so cute because it's a stirrer, right? And then this, it has all kinds of flavor. And you're just going to stir this into your coffee. So I've been over here staring and staring and sipping and staring. I mean, it's it's so good, y'all. It's so good. The flavor is rich. Of course, I have caramel. That's my favorite. <laughs> so my producer is, like, telling me to stop slurping. And so I, I probably can't even drink this on the air. But I'm telling you, it's good. Get you one of these stirrers here. And I think they are at... Um, where did I get this from? Uh, like Marshalls or TJ Maxx in and, and those sections. So it's coffee spoons, y'all. You probably can find them other places. But this is the best thing. It acts as a sterile and it's good when you're on the road because it gives you, um, I don't put sugar in my coffee at, at all, but it gives you flavor without having all those. I don't know if they're sugar-free. I don't know if they're sugar-free. You have to check that out. But um, this is just caramel. And it says it's made with, it's made with cane sugar. Is gluten-free. Um, the person who referred this to me is she, she's sort of concerned about her health. So I trust her judgment, but don't trust mine. Check it out for yourself, but they are the best thing, especially when you're traveling. So just want to share that A little coffee tips. <laughs> All right. Now, before I um, let you know, Uh, and dive into this topic and bring forth this amazing woman who's hanging out in the cafe with me. I want to go to my, I am affirmations because I think we need it. I think we need it, you know, and and I do this daily. I do this daily and I try to post them regularly. Um, but I want to read with you and share with you my, I am affirmation. As I read this and I say, I think of you, okay? Think of you. I deserve endless love and happiness. I am surrounded by people who love me. My life is a place of happiness and love. I know my worth. I am deeply loved by those around me. Love is the only way. I deserve a good life. I am grateful for what I receive. I am content. I am confident. I give love freely. I am me. I am me. I'm telling you y'all that's the best thing. That's the best thing yet is to wake up and tell your things some great, amazing and true things about yourself because you're going to hear a lot of negativity in the world once you get started. The moment you log on to social media, the moment you start checking your emails, the moment you turn on the news, the moment you walk out of your bedroom. But once you become exposed to the world, you may encounter all kinds of craziness, negativity, um, accusation. So empower yourself with your I am affirmation so that you can be equipped to um, deal with all of that negative energy. Negative energy, well enough of it. Cause we don't celebrate that here. No, we don't celebrate negative energy here. We celebrate greatness, (laughs) success. Yeah. And and right now I want to celebrate my next guest who is in the cafe with me. She is no stranger to the show. She's been here before. Yes, she has. I keep pulling out her (laughs) coattail and um, texting her and emailing her. Uh, because she is a blessing and a wealth of information. Shamika Saves Hamilton has been in this business for over 10 years. She is the owner of Diversified Services of Florida and which she provide a host of services based on credit, finance and taxes. She is the guru and she also has her own um, show which airs on Facebook on Mondays on her page Shamika saves, so y'all give it up and welcome her back. Shamika, good morning, dear. How are you? How are you? Hey, I'm hey, fine.
1: How are you? Thank you for having me back. I appreciate it, um,
0: girl.
1: Yeah. I hope everybody's doing great this
0: morning. Girl, we're doing fine. You know, you like family now.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I also, I hope everybody um expecting or um. Are already enjoying their $1,400 deposit.
0: Uh, if y'all enjoying your $1,400 deposit, y'all, $1, deposits, y'all put some thumbs up out there. Okay. And if not, thumbs down. Thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> if not, thumbs down. And for those of you who <laughs> are still waiting, just put it to the side like this. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're in transition. Yeah, if it's pending. If it's pending. Yes. All right. So Shanika, so Shinika, we always um well I always enjoy having you here on the show. You know that you know that I think that um, yes. you know I'm passionate about businesses and wanting to see them do well. Um so so first let's let's jump right into um, business credit. And let's provide some okay. information to help people to begin to establish business credit. Um, so what, what can we do to get our business credit
1: going? Um, there are a few things that we can do to get business credit going, and I'm going to try to outline the um, the most important. And uh, some of these things I may say may sound as if I'm being facetious, but I'm really being serious. Um, you must have an active business, okay? Um, we, we cannot put business credit on a, on a business that just is not – you know, in existence, it it just will not work. Um, so you need to have an active business with your Secretary of State. You need to have um, a commercial um, address, not your residential address, um, because these creditors will Google Earth search you, and if you got something at your mama house, that's just not gonna work. They gonna know it's residential. Um, we also. Okay, need well, okay. to make sure one, you
0: one second i have a question about that okay so you yes. need to have a business address that means you can't use your own home address you cannot that's right no
1: yeah. residential no residential okay. Uh-uh. Okay. Now
0: um what about, what about no. the po boxes can we do the po boxes
1: no we, can, we can't do the po box because um if a creditor does that google Earth search It's going to the P.O. box goes back to a post office and that is still not a commercial location. So what we want to do with business credit is we want to give the appearance that our business is bigger than it is in order for these creditors to give us these larger than life um, amounts of credit. And we can't do that and say, you know, I have this full fledged uh, business operating. And yes, you may very well operate it out of your home, but we gonna fake it till we make it. And how we do that is by making sure our business is um, set up correctly. So that's probably the most important thing that people get wrong is when they create their business, whether it be an LLC or corporation, um, because you cannot do business credit on sole proprietorship. And let me say that again, you cannot do a business on a sole proprietorship. Um, So if you set up your business, corporation, nonprofit, or an LLC, it does need to be set up with a, business address. It's cheaper to do it right the first time because if you do it as a residential and go back later to change it, they're going to charge you to change your um when you turn
0: in the forms to change that. So, that's so we want to start right. Where, where can we get a business address if not the post office? Uh,
1: you can go to um, the the Brown Truck, UPS. Okay. You can go to FedEx. FedEx has uh uh mailbox locations. You can go to i i postal. Um, that's the letter i and postal p o s t a l, and you can rent an address. Um, and lastly, but not least, in a lot of these small neighboring t- uh, neighborhoods, they have like a postnet, like a local m- mom and pop place that that does shipping, but they also provide mailboxes. You can do something like that. And the reason why those work is because if they were to Google the addresses of those locations that you give them, Mm -hmm. it will come back to a shopping center. Now, um, because, you know, FedEx, UPS, they're in they're in shopping centers. Right. Mm -hmm. So it looks you know, there's it's, it's very difficult to say that your business is not there because your address will be. uh uh, the shopping center and then it'll have its own mailbox so it gives the appearance that you have your own thing going so that's why um i recommend those places um now you now as a tip you can get a p.o box from the post office and actually have a physical address but you have to pay extra to get the post office with a physical address a lot of people don't know that but you can you can pay an extra $25, Twenty-five dollars, and you'll use the street address. But I don't recommend using the post office. Um, it's just it, it's a it's a no for me. It just if you got to pay double the fees, I, I just don't see where the benefit is. Okay. Um, okay. The mm-hmm. next thing you want to have after you get your uh, business set up, you got your addresses right. You need to get a EIN number. That's your tax identification number. That's what you use on your um, taxes when you file your business, your tax ID um, is used to pretty much for almost everything um, when when concerning your business. When when they ask you about your business, when they ask you for a ten T I N that is tax identification number, or they're going to ask you for an E I N that's an employer identification number. So if you have employees uh, or you plan on hiring employees, you will need one of those, and then you will also need what is called a DUNS number, D-U-N-S. A DUNS number is free. Um, it is, it is uh, a part of the federal government and if you plan on doing any business with the federal government, you're required to have one of these. Um, but if you plan on getting business credit, you're also going to be required to have one of these because the DUNS almost acts as if it's your um quasi-social so and, and sometimes they may when you're filling out application they may ask you for your ein but they may also ask you for your duns um your duns number is how they post your credit to your credit report so just like i can't report on your credit without your social i need your duns number to report on your credit as well your business credit that is oh, okay okay so, um, and if anybody needs that link, I will send it to you and you can send it out to, um, anybody to, you know, to, to your listeners, but it is free. Um, and, uh, after you have your DUNS number, you got your EIN, you got your business set up, you got the right, um, you know, mail and address. You then want to move over to a phone. Um, a lot of people like to use their cell phone and, uh, I don't necessarily recommend it. You can give off the appearance that you have a full and thriving business by having an 800 number, and they're cheap. You can get an 800 number for $10 a month from uh, Freedom Voice. I um, believe I've had times where I went to apply for credit, and they called that 800 number. So um, don't be surprised. Sometimes people will use it. Um, so get you one of those. And it does not hurt to go in. And- List your business on places like Google My Business, um, YellowPages dot com, uh, ListYourself dot net. Uh, I'll send you um, uh, so a, a, a like a, a checklist of things okay. people can do to make sure their business is set up. Okay. So you, you definitely want to get your business known. Now, let me say this for the I, I call these the, the pole hustlers. Okay, <laughs> so not everybody who has a business has to has to make money. To get credit off your business. You don't have to get, you don't have to be making money from your business to get credit. You need to have good personal credit and you need to follow the steps that I outlined so that your business is set up, uh, properly and you can obtain credit just by having good personal credit because they will look at your personal credit, um, when applying for business credit. And I know that a lot of your listeners probably have heard that Um, business credit is like the second credit and they don't check this and they don't check that and not necessarily true there are a lot of creditors that will pull from your personal credit to to review before they give you business credit and i'll give an example i did an application for a gas card today um i got an invitation to apply so i went to apply and the first part didn't ask me nothing about me it only asked about the business business address phone number all that good stuff then it told me to submit my application so i was like ooh okay submit the application they mm-hmm. asked nothing about me as soon as i submitted the application they turned around and said well now we need the the owner's information we need your social your birthday because they're all they're, because they know if you have a business somebody has to be in charge of it Somebody has to be 25% or more owner. That is the person that will put down their social when um applying for things. So if they tell you that you don't have to uh, use your credit when you're getting business credit, they're lying because it is almost always required mm-hmm. at some point. Okay.
0: All right. So- now for a person who is um i have a question about the freedom voice somebody asked the question where do you get oh wait, wait here's the question so for freedom voice do you just need to get a freedom voice account or do you have to actually buy a, a different phone
1: oh no you just get a freedom voice account okay a freedom voice freedom voice will give you um a eight hundred number or you can get a regular you know regular number with your area code but what I do is they give you a little dashboard and you can operate the dashboard and you can tell Freedom Voice that when somebody calls that number to just forward it to your cell phone. Okay. okay. So no, no new equipment. None of that is needed.
0: Okay. All right. Y'all keeping up? All right. So we, we we're up to the business, Google business, yellow pages. I got that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yep. don't worry about y'all who moving around who can't take notes. I'm taking notes. I'm going to post them um, on the um, page so that people can have it. Right. right.
1: Okay. okay. I w- another thing I wanted to do, and most of this that I'm addressing is from questions that people ask me. So when people think business credit, they're immediately thinking MasterCard, Visa, American Express. Credit does not always mean credit card. Okay? Business credit can be a myriad of things. Business credit can be gas cards. The gas cards do not have a MasterCard or Visa logo. But the great part about a gas card is, is you could take that gas card, you can walk inside of the gas station, and take that same gas card and go and buy a gift card, and now you have access to cash. Now, gas mm-hmm. cards generally have a high limit that they give you, mm-hmm. just because they know most of the time you're not going to spend 7000 $8,000 on gas in a month. Some businesses will if you if you deal with, you know, transportation, but for the majority of us they use our cars, we don't spend that much. But what I like about gas cars and they don't talk about this because they don't want people actually to do this, but you can. You could take that same like I said, take that gas car, walk into the store, especially with like places like Wawa. Mm-hmm. They got a ton of gift cards. I go in there, I can get me a Visa vanilla card. Um, I can get it for whatever amount or however many I want. It doesn't have my name on it. I take that Visa Vanilla card. I go back to my car. I open up my cell phone, and if you and if you have Square or something that you use to charge people with as a merchant, you can charge yourself. Say, say I get a Visa card for five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. I can then go back to my car, go to Square, type in five hundred dollars, charge myself, swipe that card, and now I've turned that that credit into cash. Okay. So I hope people follow that, because that's a that's one way. So that's why we want people to think credit don't always have to mean credit. It can mean cash. It's all about if you know how to work these these foot to your
0: advantage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Is, are our gas cars easy to get for those who are credit challenged? Is, is that easy? Um. Yeah.
1: I, I I uh I tend to like to have people get gas cars first next to net 30s also and i'll explain that 30s in a minute i like people to get the gas cards because um the gas cards they have a lower requirement for approval and if you're denied the company usually likes to give you an offer to do um secure so they may say hey we can't give you that eight thousand dollars right now but if you put five hundred dollars down in cash to secure it and you keep your account good for three to six months then we'll give you that eight thousand dollars we just want to okay. see how you're going to do okay credit cards don't offer you that mm-hmm.
0: okay good stuff good stuff okay so what now what about this net 30. all right so net
1: thirties what um so pretty much all our bills are net 30s mm-hmm. our, our electric our cable all of that all of these companies want to be paid in 30 days so net 30 is just an accounting term, but it's net NET and then 30, the, the number 30. And pretty much that is uh that is for you to know that the terms of your obligation to repay with whomever this company is, is 30 days. So net 30 means you got to pay in 30 days. Amazon has net 55. That means you have to pay them back in 55 days. Um, They also have net 90, which is 90 days. So they got a bunch of different ones. But net 30 is usually the one that majority of people are going to start off with. And you want to start off with those because they're the easiest credit builders. And when you're trying to get into business credit, you know, um, it's sometimes difficult to go and jump in with a, and get a $30,000 American Express card on your first try. But people who get net 30s, you can get a net 30 from um, – Let's see, Ace Hardware, for example. Ace Hardware has a little paper application. You can, matter of fact, if you're a business owner, you can go right into your local Ace Hardware and say, can I have a business credit application? They will give you one because they don't do it online. Um, you can go to O'Reilly's, the car, the auto parts place. They have a net 30 online. Staples. Staples offers um, a net 30. You can do that. Online as well, um, you can do. I mean, there's a ton of them. So uh, there's a difference. There's a net 30. That's that's usually the beginner credit. Then after you have about five to seven of those reporting on your account, then you move on to retail cards. And retail cards would be your Home Depot, your Lowe's. Your Amazon, your Macy's, your J.C. Penney's, and yes, you can shop for your business in J.C. Penney's and Macy's and all of those places. Um, that's what I love about business credit is I can go, I can go and buy everything I need, um, and I can do it, you know, for my business, and I don't have to worry about affecting my credit. Even if I use too much of my credit and I'm over my utilization, it doesn't affect my business credit score like it would my personal. So the one of the, the great things about business credit is that it allows you to um, put your personal credit to the side and only work on business credit. So, um, you know, you go to retail. So you go retail after the net 30s and after you done, you know, done went in and and you know, got all the things you need at the mall, things you, you know, things you need from regular retail stores, then you can move on to credit cards because now you have built out, you've built out a, a credit profile for your business. You started small, you went to the, the medium level, and now you're at the top level, which is credit cards, of course. Credit cards um, can sometimes be harder to get than it is if you try to buy a vehicle from with your with your car it really has everything to do with your credit and how your credit profile is built out so you know some people like to jump in with credit cards first but that's not the right way to go because it doesn't give your your credit report enough time to show
0: how responsible you are okay now Shamika, for for I know with, with personal credit we, we have the range of four hundred to to like eight hundred. What's the credit range yep. for, for business credit? Is it the same? Um
1: no it's actually much shorter. That's another thing that's so good about business credit is you don't even have to work so hard to get a good score. So there's um three main um credit creditors that we use. Just like on personal, we got um Equifax, Experience, TransUnion. Mm-hmm. Business credit, we have Equifax, Experian, and Dun and Bradstreet. And Dun and Bradstreet, their, their score range is um, zero to one hundred. Those net thirties that I was talking about, as long as you order something from them and you pay it back within, you know, the, the earlier you pay it back, the higher your score. So you you want to have an eighty, a eighty out of a, a eighty out of one hundred is equivalent to an eight hundred personal credit score Okay. so you know we, we definitely want to um get those things paid and another thing a lot of people don't pay attention to is when you um <clears throat> you get these lines of credit ask these creditors who do you guys report to because you want to make sure that you're getting your information sent to as many business credit bureaus even though there's more than three there are more than three oh, wow. okay. um but the top three were the three that i named so you want to um, find out who they report to. Uh, you want to do that so that you can make sure that your credit is getting, you know, uh, you know you're know, you getting uh, a credit for all the things that you're doing with your business credit. So there's nothing wrong with asking who they report to. I make sure I do because I want to know. Mm-hmm. Um, and the earlier you pay. So that's the trick with business credit. Business credit is all about paying it off early. Okay. They judge you more on that than anything else.
0: Early. OK. All right. OK, so we we got I think we got what we need um, in terms of how to start your business, what to do, how to get started. I love the information about um, the physical address. Um, I, I think that that is the issue um, for me, so I'm glad to hear that there are options like iPostal and FedEx and things like that. So I am definitely going to be chiming in on that for myself all right yep. so, so let's so yep. um can we anything else you want to share about business credit before we move on to
1: business taxes um the only thing i want to say about business credit is this if you're in any of those business credit groups if you're following somebody who sells with, with credit suite or any of those things i just want to let you guys know that business credit is no different than personal credit you have to run your own race people love to compete you know, people want to have their business credit profile and get all access to thirty and $50,000 in credit cards. We don't know what the next person did to get it. So don't compare yourself. That's the, one of the biggest things I see people do wrong, is they want to do what everybody else is doing, and you can't operate like that. It's your credit. It's your business, and you got to take your time and get to your goals when you get there.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. All right, business taxes. Oh God. Now we are always afraid to leap from personal taxes to business taxes. I know um, um, some of us have businesses that we do and um, like for myself, you know, I got all these businesses (laughs) that I do and uh, I'm 1099 and and so I group them um, all together and I don't really file a business taxes. So when, when should, when, is that okay? Um, and, and, and when should a person transition and utilize your EIN number and all that to file a business tax? Why, why are we so afraid to do uh, that? Tell us about that. I think I think people are afraid to do
1: something with 1099 because they know that they didn't take out the taxes and they know that they enjoyed the money throughout <laughs> the year. And now it's time to pay up. And, and I believe that is the main reason why people don't like to file. Um, business taxes and what people have to realize is, um, and especially if you got a good uh, tax preparer that you could, that you feel comfortable talking with, <clears throat> you can do your, one, you can do business taxes two ways. You can file your business taxes by themselves or you can file them on your regular 1040 taxes. If you file them with your personal, which is what majority of people do, um, there's nothing wrong with that. <clears throat> um a lot of people are seeing now that they wish that they did file on their taxes because that's why they can't get these ppp loans because they never filed their taxes to begin with they did not file their side hustle or their business on their taxes and now it's it's biting them in the butt because they can't go out and get no money so one let's not let's not not file even if you may even if you ran a business and you operated your business at a loss, which is what the majority of people do so that they can get money back. Um, that's okay. It is still good to um, file your business taxes because you never know when you might need it. Now, um, if you don't pay taxes out of your uh, 1099, that that is fine. Most of us are not planners where we actually sit down and... Um, Write out what we should have been paying in taxes per quarter. A lot of folks don't do that, which is why at the end of the year we get hit hard um, because we did not plan or prepay to put any money to the side. So if you are afraid of having um, a high tax liability, then it is it's incumbent upon you as business business owner to come in with your expenses so that your tax preparer can itemize what needs to be itemized. Um, another thing, if you have listeners that are single, don't have any kids, one way to get a larger return, like some of the, our counterparts with children is to file a business and to, and to put write off. Um, it actually helped increase what your tax refund would be because, um. You know you have some income to work now you have to have income now you can't you know you got to have some income some people are usually afraid to put that they have an in the income and they just want to write losses and sometimes that doesn't even benefit um you know like i said you have to work with your tax preparer to see what will work best in your situation um but you know sometimes I'm, i have to tell my people hey it's okay to say you made some money. It's not always, you know, because sometimes if we don't have any money to work with, if you didn't say you have any income, it's very difficult to get some of these expenses to count to get you a refund. Um, so you definitely want to make sure that you are reporting everything, and then you and your tax preparer have to figure out the rest. I don't, I don't like to go too much into that because, of course, we know a lot of people. We, you know. We like people play with numbers people do all types of things and so i'm not gonna you know i want to speak on what a, what a tax preparer may or may not do but i will say you need to work closely with them have you some expenses already ready to give them and if you
0: made some income that's okay
1: it's okay to report it so, it's okay if you want to lower your tax liability you just need more write-off
0: so shamika so what what are some sample expenses so like, like me I, I know that um for me, some of my expenses are gas, travel. Yeah. Um, um yeah. Uh, internet bill, cell phone bill, portion of um, yeah. what I pay for, for my mortgage, um, as rent yep. office rental space, anything I buy. Um Yep. Going out to dinner, you know. Um, yep, I, I anything. Yeah.
1: Uh okay. Clothes, clothes yeah, if you got if you have um if <clears throat> yeah, so pretty much what you said. If you pay an interest on your credit cards um, for something with your business, you can claim that interest. If you're um, if you're using your house uh, to operate your business, which most of us are, we all have a little space that we operate and do our work at home. You know that should be a, a, a write off, a, a home office deduction. Um, gas, which I don't do gas, I do mileage. Mileage oh. usually tends to come out to be better. Um, so mileage is probably the the one that saves the majority of us from owen is when you put your mileage in of course mm-hmm. travel hotel mm-hmm. expenses meals um entertainment you taking somebody out to eat um you know those type of things you can write off um godly is so m- even if you have to go and um purchase uh, uh subscriptions for something say you're a notary and you got to keep up your subscription to national notary association those th- those memberships, those things are, are um, you can write those off. Uh, you can write off, um, I almost everything. Office supplies. Yes, if you write, if you ha- if you rent a location, if you rent vehicles, if you rent machinery, if you're somebody that does landscaping or something, and you had to rent a piece of machinery or something to do, you know, to get your job done. You can write off all those types of things. There are a ton of write offs. Mm-hmm. I've even I've even seen people. Um, write off their dog or their their pet as security no lie i've seen it so (laughs) so there are a ton of things i would tell you to look it up with the irs before you claim it but you'll be surprised there are a lot of things we claim that we don't think about um because you know these types of topics aren't really talked too much in in our communities but um yeah we, we we need to definitely get better with that but we need to write off these expenses absolutely
0: so now, what about okay so here, here's a here's a tough question so. Um, that what if you have a person who is they do hair they do hair at home and they are trying to assess they're serious about this and they're trying to assess what. Um, their income is how how do they justify that when they um, don't have a 1099 and they don't have a w2 so how do they report their income if they legitimately want to report that. I'm a hairstylist and, and, and I work from home and I do hair, or, you know, we have a photographer that, that, that's, that's, that's hanging out with us and, and, and he does photo shoots. So how they do a person uh-huh. who, who don't have that traditional um, documentation, how do they report that when they're filing their taxes?
1: Um, they were just, they were reported regularly, just like a schedule C. And, and uh, the Schedule C is the C is the schedule that uh, self employment um, self employment information goes on. But if an individual wants to report, now I did have somebody ask me this the other day, and you know what I told them? Just go to your bank account or go to your scheduling system that you have. You can look. I mean, most of us who, who run a business, we have a scheduling system, um, an app on our phone, so we can keep track of our appointments, our meetings, and if you have those things it also should show you how much you got paid okay. um if you use stuff for if you're a hairstylist most of, most hairstylists use style seat if you use style seat style seat should give you at the end of the year a runner or you know hey you had this many appointments you made this much they either do it yearly or they do it monthly i know i have one um i have set more mm-hmm. <laughs> set more does mine every night and it does it at the end of every month so that I'm able to see um my sales and then you know also I can go back into the dashboard of the of the um you know when I go to the website mm-hmm. and I can also I can maneuver it to show me sales for a quarter or sales for the last six months. So you can get your information, believe me, it's not hard um to find. Also if you use uh software like Square, mm-hmm. Square sends you a um they usually'll send you a ten ninety nine I want to say it's a K, 1099K, but a lot of times those um, third-party merchants that you use, they'll send you something, and it'll show you all the expenses. I mean, not all expenses. It'll show you all the um, sales that you made through their platform. So Mm -hmm. you don't even really have to do the work. They got apps that do all that for you now.
0: Awesome. Mm -hmm. And you said you use Setmore, S-E-T-more? Yep. Okay, Setmore yeah
1: that's how you, I book appointments but they also it's connected to um it's connected to square so when if a person books an appointment and they pay it sends me something every night to let me know hey you had this many appointments today this is how much you should have you know made and this is how much is going to get deposited into your bank account all right i have another question so.
0: for you so a person mm-hmm. wants to know when What's the difference between um, writing off an expense and issuing a 1099 to a vendor?
1: Um, So you can, um, you actually would would do both. So if I paid somebody to do work for me that was over $600, that is considered a contractor, and you are supposed to issue that person a 1099. Um, There is a section... Um, on the write-off, that, that does give you the option to pay for, to put down contract labor. And you could put down, that's contracted labor. You could put that down in that slot, but you can also issue that person a, um, a 1099. Now, do not issue somebody a 1099 and then turn around and don't claim it on your taxes because that person would likely going to turn that 1099 in, and then that's going to have your EIN number and all that. And then the IRS gonna be looking at you saying, well, where is it? They turned their part in where, where is it on your taxes that you um, show that you did pay them? So you got to make sure that um if you're going to issue them, you also need to write that in on your taxes.
0: Okay. I want to make sure I understand. You said if it's over $600, you issue a 1099. Yes. If it's, if it's less than this $300 and, and, and let's say it's, So you mean six hundred at that one instance, or over a period of time?
1: Um, It could be over. It could be either. It it just has to be six hundred. If I issue, if I had you do some work for me, and it's over six hundred dollars, the IRS wants you to issue a ten ninety nine for that. Now, a lot of people don't do it. Let's let's be clear. A lot of folks don't do that. Um, But that is what the IRS would like you to do.
0: So what would be? And a lot of these larger
1: companies do it.
0: So, what would be the benefit for 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 me to do it so, so if i have um a person who who, who works for me and and i and i'm giving them i'm paying them so what would be the benefit for me to do it if it's not over 600. um you said if it's not over 600. yeah like, like, like you know sometimes we have expenses that we don't even report and and, and, yes. and um because of this very reason uh, maybe they don't want to report it, reported, but at any point, it's still an expense for me. Yep. Yeah. So I don't have to lie and go find another expense to equal that. How can I deal with with that?
1: That's well, I mean, if if it's not over six, if it's not over six hundred, then then um, you know you don't you don't have to. But if it is, I mean, it's just that's just that's what the IRS um, requires. I'm looking on the IRS. Um, I'm looking on IRS right now. And let's see. Um, Yeah, so it says, the IRS says that you're not required, you're not required to do it if it is, um, if you are, if the sum of all payments made to the person or incorporated business is less than $600 in one tax year. So, yeah, so um, pretty much the benefit is to the IRS. They want to be able to get some taxes from, um, from the other person as well. I mean, I, I, it's it's diff. I mean, yes, it's a write off for, for you, but you could write that off, um, regardless, without issuing the 1099. But I think that it also helps the other person because now that's income for them that they can use, so they can do their write offs. So it helps the other person.
0: Okay. 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 Yeah. That's tough. Okay. All right. So we got comments. Uh, Michelle Brown. Hey, Michelle. I think she's in this line of work, too. She said, if Mm -hmm. if you're audited and you have to prove your expenses, it's best to issue 1099s for documentation. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. you don't have to issue one if it's over 600.
1: No, if it's over 600, you should issue one. You should. Under 600, you don't.
0: Well, one, we should issue it because even what we want to show is that we have expenses coming out, which is which will lower, um, our taxes. So we, we do want to show at all costs yeah. because, okay. Right. Yep. Okay.
1: And just so you guys know too, something that changed this year, normally we used to file on the 1099 miscellaneous form, but now the IRS is wanting, um, Starting in 2020, uh, they rolled the 1099 miscellaneous over to the 1099 NEC, which stands for Non-Employee Compensation. Mm -hmm. So they did that to try to make it more streamlined so they know. So you don't mix up writing 1099s for something for a person and also write it for whatever. So miscellaneous used to be the catch-all for whatever didn't fit in the category, in the other categories. Mm -hmm. But now they made the 1099 NEC. So... Now if you get issued a ten ninety nine or if you issue one, you would issue the ten ninety nine NEC instead of the miscellaneous. Uh
0: is there gonna be an extension for taxes due to COVID? Is it um so is the deadline still April fifteenth or is it gonna be extended?
1: I have not heard um anything about an extension and to be quite um honest with you i don't think they're going to extend past april 15th this year i think this is going to be it but there is a regular extension uh if you do not think that you're going to be ready to file uh or say that you owe and you're just not ready to start making payments yet you can put in for an extension now the um and you can you can send in the application it's good to do it before april 15th um, and you can ask for an extension to be extended up to October 15th. So I have, for example, I have a client now, she owes taxes, but she, um, she's not ready to make her payment on it and she's building a house and she, so she doesn't want, um, the banks trying to, um, change anything because now she has a tax bill, uh, you know, because she's going through the the mortgage approval process. Mm-hmm. So we put in for an extension. And the reason why we put the extension in before April 15th is because if you don't, you're going to be penalized. So we put in the extension. We asked for it ahead of time to be uh, extended until October 15th. That gives her enough time to close on her house, get comfortable in there, and then she could deal with the bill, the tax liability bill later. So if you're just not right now able or you don't think it's going to be completed on time, put in your extension request before the 15th. It's real easy. They're going to approve it. Just put it in. So that you can, um, you can have the extension instead of just filing late.
0: All right, Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Our last few minutes, we're going to focus on, um, (laughs) your favorite topic. I know, I know they've been wearing you out. I know they've been wearing you out. Um, listen Mm -hmm. again, Shamika has her own show on Monday nights where she talks about the stimulus and the PP. Um, loans and and all those other benefits, um, and I'm telling you, those questions just be coming. I mean, it look like Twitter feed. They just be coming and coming and coming. <laughs> and, and, and you know, I, and I hang out in there just to see if I could learn anything different or anything new. And then most of the time, it's the same questions over and over and over again. People jump on late and ask their question. But um, mm-hmm. let's start out talking about this this third stimulus. What's 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 different?
1: Uh, so, um, all right. So I'm going to try to see if I'm put it in a nutshell. So what did we get? Um, we got, uh, individuals who filed unemployment, uh, you get $10,200 off or tax free, um, uh, on your, um, unemployment income. If you've already filed your taxes and you included your unemployment, your taxes are being delayed and they're being held up on purpose because the IRS is now trying to, implement all of those changes into your tax refund so if you filed your taxes already and you received a tax refund you will possibly get more money back if you um if you are somebody that filed with unemployment somebody that had an advanced uh premium tax from the marketplace um it's a lot of different reasons so huh yeah they well we don't know we don't know how they're gonna send it yet we haven't figured it. they haven't shown that yet But what's coming in the third stimulus? Like I said, majority of you already got it. It's going to be fourteen hundred dollars for the adults. Mm -hmm. It's going to be fourteen hundred for all of your dependents, including seventeen to twenty-four. And it should also include adult dependents, like individuals who we claim that are on Social Security disability. Mm-hmm. If you claimed any of those on your taxes, um, you will get paid for those as well. A lot of people ask, "What year is is the stimulus going off of?" In some cases, it's 2019, and in some cases, it's 2020. Um, it has everything to do with when you file. Um, So that's going to be a case-specific question, um, depending on, you know, when you file. Uh, Let's see. What else? Um, If you had a kid and they're not at it, we are now going to wait until they do the non-filer portal. The non-filer portal is where people who don't generally file, people who are veterans, they get disability, or people who get Social Security and they don't normally file taxes. You will be able to go there and file when it comes open to claim your third stimulus. Also, if you know inmates or anyone who is um, incarcerated, you can file their stimulus for them. They are allowed to get the third stimulus. Majority of them did get the first and second. If not, you can go and claim those with your tax preparer now for the first and second. But as far as the third, we still have to wait for the non-filer portal to open. When the non-filer portal opens, you may be able to go in and change or update some of your information. We don't know. We have to wait um, on instruction from the IRS for that. Um, at this point, at this time, there is no new grants like they said that they were going to issue. So, if they're coming, they haven't come out yet. Any like grants or any new PPP or anything like that. None of that's new. The PPP is still slated to close March thirty first. Um, if you're doing your PPP forgiveness, that's also March thirty first. Um, and a lot of people did get PPP loans, but I, and, and if you're going to do the forgiveness, I ju- and I just made this post today because I found this out last night, just because the federal government is going to forgive your PPP loan, your state may not. So, um, mm. you, what? if you get your life, yeah. So I'm in Florida and Florida says that although the government will forgive your loan, we still going to. When they issue you your 1099, we tax we're taxing that, and you have to claim that as income next year on your taxes. So, um, you got want you guys to make sure that your state is is also exempting you, or if they're not, so that you know, hey, you might need to get ready to have some write offs because your tax bill gonna be up, especially if you're trying to write off a, you know, some people getting these large loans. So if you're getting a 150 thousand dollar loan and your income ain't that high, some some people gonna be hurting next year. So that's just something that they need to um to uh keep in mind so pvp is getting ready to end um let me see what else came out with this stimulus oh god i've been getting some good questions man oh you you can't update anything right now so what is set is what is set until they open up the non-filer portal so if your bank is bad your uh, mailing address is bad you will you will get the option to update that when they open up that non-filer's portal you just have to wait on that they're also going to have a new, um, uh, just like they have Where's My Refund, they have a Where's My Payment. So you can check, that you can track the status of your stimulus as well. I don't think it's live yet. I checked it yesterday. It wasn't live, and they usually don't work on the weekends. So I will tell you to, to try this coming week so that you can track your stimulus if you haven't gotten it. And, um, oh, this tax credit. I know a lot of people want to know about this tax credit. It's um the child tax credit is thirty six hundred dollars um for uh individual kids under six and three thousand for uh kids over six and what they're going to do is they're going to issue it in monthly checks starting in july three hundred dollars per child over um three hundred dollars per child under six starting in july and 250 per child over six and starting in july and um the the max age is 17. so if you have a 17 year old you will also get paid the child tax credit for them but what i need you guys to understand is that that is an advance so this so if you opt to get it because you can opt out there is an option for you to say you don't want this they haven't opened it yet but it will be um you will have to pay that back at tax time or or it's either pay it back, or they're gonna make you put in the amount that you got, and it will reduce the child tax credit portion that you will be getting next year. So that is definitely not free. Okay. Okay. And um, that's most of the, the biggest thing that people want to worry about is where the money coming from. So the money gonna come from rent. You know. Uh, also, last thing but not least, rental. Um, the uh, emergency rental assistance that they're going to be using. You can go up to like 15 months of to get back rent. So if you're a landlord um, and you want to know how this operates, um, actually, you guys can you can reach out to Soy and then I can talk to landlords privately because the landlords we have a different <laughs> conversation than we have for <laughs> renters. But, but I'm just gonna tell you now, it's some money in that. Okay? okay. So if you're a landlord or, or if you're just a person that got a you know, so we we'll have to talk offline about that, but. Definitely in the rental assistance area, it's going to be some money, y'all. So for those who ain't happy with their stimulus or you're a single person and you ain't got all that earned income credit, well, you might be able to make up some of it in this rental um aspect or the landlord aspect to get you some money back. But if you have renters listening, 15 months of back rent is pretty damn good. So make sure uh, that as soon as your county opens up that they have their rental assistance, jump on it. And first come, first serve. So, and if you're um, getting evicted, you need to put that include that in your application. People who are facing eviction get put to the top of the list.
0: Okay. Okay. All
1: so, right. you know, that's just a quick run through. That's
0: some good stuff. I got a couple of questions for you. Uh mm-hmm. I want you to. I'm, I'm coming to me. I see Michelle got a question uh, on Facebook. I'm coming to you, Michelle. Um. What is, um, how do you apply? What are the qualifying factors for the PPP? That's a question someone has. Your business has to have
1: been in existence by February 15th, 2020. Uh, it would be very helpful if you had already filed taxes and, um, uh, listed that in your, uh, on your schedule, C that you had some type of business, you know, cause mm-hmm. nobody don't want to give you any money it's for a business and you don't got no proof of it. Um, again, a uh, uh, actual business would be good a lot of people trying to revive these businesses that's been inactive for years it, you can't do that they they can they can look they can check so we don't want to do that so an active business um something with your taxes showing at least from 2019 2020 at least showing that you not wrote something off on your business and you will need bank statements um the bank statements don't have to be from a business account they can be from a personal uh and pretty much that's really it um the PPP loan does not track your credit I think it's 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 a great little it's a great little thing and I'm gonna tell you why because if you can get approved for one you got just a couple more weeks before you can go on and and get the second one before the PPP is over so if you ain't got if you got the first one you should have gotten the second one and if you haven't applied for neither I don't know why you haven't unless unless you don't got the the you know don't meet the qualifications but you know uh, you can't beat um a loan that's one percent. I mean you, you really can. It's a one percent loan. Uh you can do forgiveness, but everybody, like I said, probably not gonna qualify for that. But even at paying it back at one percent is better um than paying back a credit card. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, if you if you think you qualify, you can always reach out to source, you can get my information, um, and we you know, we could talk about it, uh, you know, Of course, there's some things we don't like to say here live, but we can say it to to each other when we talk. But, um, you know, my goal is if I can help you get one, that's what we want to do. But if we can't, we just can't do it.
0: Okay. All right. So, Michelle questions is, PP loans are taxable income. Is that correct? Are PP loans taxable income?
1: No, they're not taxable income. No. Um, No, they're only a taxable income. If your state, when you do a, when you do the forgiveness, because one thing you have to remember, y'all, this is a loan. So if it's a loan, that means you're paying it back. So you don't carry it on your taxes because you're paying it back. There's no difference if you went down to one main and got a loan or to your bank and got a loan. Mm-hmm. You do not count it as income. The only time you would have to count it as income is if, like I just said, if you do a forgiveness, and the and the federal government lets it go, but your state says, "Oh no, you have to claim it as income uh, for the for the amount that the federal government wrote off." Okay. So pretty much your state is doing that because your state wants to be able to get some of that tax money. They want whatever taxes you have to pay. They want some of it. Mm-hmm. So that's why they're not. Um, that's why they're they're saying we're gonna tax it because we want we want some tax money. Mm-hmm. So that's what that is
0: all right okay okay how um if if you didn't get a stimulus how can you find out why or how can you find the stimulus you never got
1: well if you um if you didn't get a stimulus then well if you were issued one whether you got it or not you should receive a letter from the first one should have came from trump saying we issued you your 1200 and if it was taken, if it was taken for child support, it'll say that. If it was sent to a bank or a paper check, it'll say that. The second one, you should—the second one for six hundred—that's already done. Came out. Um, so the only way you didn't get one is either you were an adult dependent and didn't qualify, or somebody got one from you and didn't tell you, <laughs> or you owe you owe child support or IRS and they took it and you forgot. So, but really, other than that, you should have got one. But if you didn't, then you need to go and file um, with your tax preparer, or you can file with me um, and claim it, and then you could get your 1800 back. But by now, most people, the only people who haven't gotten it that I deal with are people who were claimed as a dependent, and now they're coming back to get their own. So if y'all claim y'all 17-year-old kids and y'all haven't filed taxes in 2020 yet, let them 17-year-olds or 18-year-olds, um, they own stimulus so they can get that $1,800. Um, you know, so if you, if you got somebody, you know, that's on social security and they don't normally file or a veteran, they don't normally file, tell them to get into a tax office and go file and get the $1,800. Cause I'm telling y'all now, we are not going to have times like this. where We're going to get money like this again, at least probably not in our lifetime for a while. So while you got this free $3,400, I think it's be sick. Go, go on and get this money cause it's yours everybody who has social uh and who's a, a united states citizen can get it and even some of the immigrants can get it so if they can get it you can get it
0: mika I, I thought that if you was on social security or some kind of disability or something like that you don't file you don't file taxes
1: no you don't there's a but there's a thing called a simple tax return um which is the same thing as the non-file portal so you don't have to File, you're, so, when somebody comes in with that spouse that has Social Security, mm-hmm. only thing we do when we have them come in, um, they don't even have to give us that Social Security form. They can just say, hey, I ain't get my stimulus. And I say, boom, okay, well, let's go on in here and claim it. So, when I go into the system, I put in their social and their address and phone number. The the form asks me, did you this person get the first one? I say yes or no. Did this person get the second one? I say yes or no. If I put no, any of them, the, that amount moves over to the uh, refund amount and that's the amount that they get back. Okay. And then as soon as I answer yes or no, I just check out. And now it's time for me to put your direct deposit information in there so you can get and get.
0: Oh, so they are entitled to it. So you don't they have, they have to file tax. Oh, okay. Uh, okay.
1: Absolutely. Uh, yeah, okay. that's why that's why I said I want people to understand that cuz it's a lot of money we let walk out the door because we're not educated. No. So somebody if you know somebody in jail, somebody in prison, somebody who um claim, you know, like I said, 17, 18 through 24, and as long as you did file them on your taxes this year, they are able to file themselves self to get that money that's back that's owed to them. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, and veterans and individuals who are on social security. Okay. So definitely come get the money. It's yours.
0: Okay. I got, I got a couple, couple more questions, but if for those of you okay. who are listening and you are um, benefiting from this information or the people who are around you got questions, keep them coming. But if you're benefiting from this, um, please post comments in there saying this is good information or, or like the show and definitely share it. Okay, so another question. Um, if you're paying child support and they're in the arrears, but you are on time and you don't have a, a back payment and you never miss the payment, um, can you still get a stimulus?
1: uh yes if you um the stimulus the requirements for them to take the stimulus is if you're behind twelve hundred dollars but i could tell you the first stimulus can be taken for child support the second cannot and neither can the third so even if you owe child support on this third they're not going to take it it's all yours okay they're not taking it if you owe IRS. They're not taking it if you owe student loans. This is a free and clear check. The only person that can take it, though, let me put this out there, though. The only person that can take it is if it gets deposited into a bank account and you have a negative balance, the bank is definitely going to take their money out your stimulus check. Okay. If you got debt collector, oh, debt collector, I've seen debt collectors. Try in to swoop in and take them the government did not give no provisions on those They count they count those type of debts out of um, out of their purview They don't have nothing to do with that. They just not taking your check. No federal stuff But if you owe somebody else and they have access to your bank account and they grab it it's on it's between
0: you and Okay, okay, so again just to reiterate she said that even if you owe child support, you still can get your second and third stimulus. They can only take the yep. first one, not the second and third. Even if you do owe child support. Okay. Some uh-huh.
1: people did slip through the cracks on the second one, but it's that's just, you know, I would tell people you could fight for it. but Your state probably not going to give it back to you, but you could fight for it. But the third one is nothing. Joe Biden said we ain't letting nothing take it.
0: <laughs> Go, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, another,
1: another question: Can you get a stimulus if you haven't filed taxes or don't work? Yes, you can. Yep. I need one more time. Everybody who has a social security number can get a stimulus. Yes, even if you don't work. So what you would need to do for the person that asked that question, when that non-filer portal open up, it hasn't opened up yet. When they open, for anybody to go in and click it. That's where that person would go. They would go there and just claim that check. non follow portal.
0: And where's the non the- the follow portal? Where's that? On the IRS site? Where's that? It's, it's the same portal
1: that we had to do when the first stimulus came out. Oh, okay. Remember, some people had to go and claim their $1,200. It's going to be the same thing. Oh, okay. It's just not open yet. And the IRS hasn't opened it yet because they're trying to get... The rest of summer, they're trying to get the rest of these people paid so they can go by their way.
0: Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. 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 All right. Let's see if we got any more questions. Facebook. All right. We're going to read. As you all know, I really appreciate everybody being on here live. Um, As you know, the show, although it's live on Saturdays, Um, at 10, it's always, always, always available on the website, um, coffeetalkwithsoy.com, the show page, coffee, talk with soy, as well as YouTube. So if you ever miss information, you can always go back there and, and get it as well as the, um, contact information of the guests who shared the information. I usually try to put that in there so people can still get the information, um, if they miss it live. Uh, I try to encourage um, the guests to kind of go back and um, check out the feed and see if there's any questions um, that we missed, and, and I try to manage that as well because I want everyone to get this information, you know, so that we can yep. know what it is we need to do um, to put ourselves in a better place. So let's see if we did if we missed anything. Janika, anything else you want to I'm say? I'm here. Anything else? No, I just um, thank y'all for tuning in. Thank you, much for
1: having me um, uh, on the show. Again, I'm on Mondays uh, at 7 p.m. on Facebook and YouTube. But also, you can go to my TikTok page um, because I try to make videos based off of all the questions I get asked the most. So a lot of your questions may be answered just by watching um one of my TikTok videos and they only 15 seconds so you ain't even got to worry about staying on that long um (laughs) but thank you guys for um your support and all i'm here to do is to get good information to y'all um so that y'all don't miss anything that you deserve or entitled to
0: (laughs) good 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 listen uh michelle said shamika where have you been all my life (laughs) Uh, (laughs) god had me in an incubator he was getting me ready well, she she's here, and I'm telling you, I, I I'm telling you, I keep her on here once a month just to talk about financial information so we can be financially literate. And 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 I like that she she breaks it down to a level that we can understand. Sometimes, um, as entrepreneurs, people speak over our head, and it's very intimidating. And we think we're not ready. We think we don't qualify. We think we're not good enough. But I love that she comes on here and she's talking to the very basic person with a business or trying to have a business. And sharing information with how you can do better, how these things are available to you if you position yourself accordingly. So thank you, Shamika, for being there for me and my listeners. I truly appreciate you. you changed my life. No problem. Anytime. Anytime. Mm -hmm. Thank y'all. All All right. All right, y'all. So, you know, you know, you know, I'm looking for your feedback. I'm looking for your comments. I need your support. So go to my website, coffeetalkwithsoy.com. Go to the contact Sheet and placed your information there, your name, I promise you, we don't flood you with emails, I promise you, but we do want you to share how the show has blessed or changed you. So do place your comment, co- your comments there. Also the business directory is there. So um, if you are a business owner and you want some free advertisement, this is the way to go right here. Just sign up, sign up, sign up. So we can list your businesses here. So people could, could, could find you. I mean, this, this is the best gift here. It don't get no better than that. So list, list your business there. Um, check out my blogs. Um, I'm always sharing things that I experience or, or what I know. So um, if you're trying to um, just improve your life or, or, or see things in perspective, um, <laughs> share my world. Share my world. As crazy as it is. Don't forget to visit the website, Coffee Talk with Soy, where you can find um, all of the information um, that is posted here. On air lives here as well, so don't be um, don't be afraid come out come out come out um, hey I want one more thing I want to say before we go is that um, next week we're going to be talking about Social Security we're going to be talking about disability. Um, I got a phenomenal guy who's going to be um, on the air and is going to be sharing news about um, Social Security what it means um, if you want to see where you are and, and how things could play out for you have your Social Security information ready and join me next week, Ellen, um, as we talk about that. You may have a parent or auntie or family member that you are assisting as, as they're getting older. So this, this is a great time to kind of see where we are financially um, before we get there or before something happens. So if you got grandparents, aunties, uncles, parents still living um, that are on disability or on social security, get their documents and, and be here and meet me here for this interactive workshop on social security and disability next Saturday. It has been my pleasure um, being here, being your host, and I hope I've shared some information that you can use. So I'll see y'all next week. Y'all go out there and enjoy this weather, um, as beautiful as it is. And don't forget, I'm looking for your comments on the website, coffee talk with soycom I show. just love this show, Coffee Talk with Soy. That is your new morning show where Real Talk happens every Saturday at 10 a.m. I'd like to thank the listeners and the guests for joining me in the cafe today. What a wonderful time we had. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Don't forget to download the app Coffee Talk with Soy from your app store. It's available on iTunes and Google Play. Stay connected. Stay connected, folks, by visiting the website, coffeetalkwithsoy.com, as well as looking for us under your social media We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the name Coffee Talk with Soy. Remember, the size of the problem is never the issue. Remember, it's the size of you. Be great because you are awesome. Tell them Soy said so. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Bye-bye.